Welcome to episode 107 of The Endless Stream. I am Aiden, and this week I am joined by Brian and Kevin Returns. We are three artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-round shit-talkers, and each week we take some of the endless stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, YouTube, Spotify, Disney+, Plus, wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week we are talking about Florida Man, we talk a little bit about Forged in Fire, I think, we talk about... Uh, all the upcoming Marvel stuff. We watch The Mandalorian as usual. Um, we're just delighted to have Kevin back. He's telling us about his house, his new dog, all the stuff that's been going on for him, me, and Brian over the last week. So, if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast, heading over to iTunes and Spotify. Like and subscribe, rate and review, all those good things really help us out. You can head over to Instagram at The Endless Cast where we put up art to go with each episode and that's a great place to comment, send us any messages, disagree with our opinions, suggest things for us to watch. You can do that there or you can send us an email at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. Hey, Kevin, you're back on the hey, podcast. Dun, it's dun, been a few dun. weeks. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day was my last episode. Look who came crawling back. back. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There's a couple of ways to what take What did you bring us? Um, low expectations. Did you bring us some souvenirs? It looks like you're in a new location. I'm in a new location, live from New York City. State of the art recording yes. facility. Which is my new... Less sexy white and black kitchen. Oops. Less well, sexy. Well, my, huh? my original kitchen had been. I, I, I moved into my house officially on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and uh, we've been living here since then. Uh, officially handed in the keys to my old apartment on the 1st. So, you know, we've been living here over a month now, properly. So we're settling in nicely. And uh, the first port of call had to be to repaint our kitchen which was painted you're saying the kitchen was too sexy first uh, i well the, two se- the kitchen was too sexy for me it was definitely hard to concentrate what i cooked felt like you were inside something yeah 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 and then like drinking milk made me feel weird even if it's oat milk yeah right no i drip i it did look like you were inside an eyelid i'd be pouring i'd be pouring milk into my glass and it would just fall onto my finger like oh <laughs> um, but uh, yes, my sex kitchen is less sexy now. It's more uh, healthy. I can breathe in it. My kitchen has a larger mirror from wall to wall. I don't know why. To create the illusion of I, space. I know it's to create the illusion of space, but when you paint it from ceiling to floor red, you, 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 you kind of create a very claustrophobic environment. Less space. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, the place looks even even watching you there, like on the on the screen here. That space looks so much more, yeah, open and and airy and you know, basic BBC changing rooms bitch terminology. Yes, but you're right. It does. Um. So yeah, that was that. I took two weeks off work uh, at the beginning of April, and uh, most of that was kind of just house stuff and settling in. Uh. Which was really good. Kind of basically because we were doing our kitchen up, we uh, we had a lot of brunches around the area, which was brilliant. Come on. Oh, very nice. So you're getting to know yeah, the locale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if anybody's listening, uh, Riggers Cafe, Dublin Eight, the Crock. Get it. Do yourself a favor and get it. Bechamel mustard sauce. Mm. 
is banging. Is there, have you found, like, I guess you don't want, you wouldn't want to be specific about where precisely you're living, but I guess, is there anything, any amenities that you're like, oh, I found a lovely park, or oh, I found a, by, like, this yeah, walk is in, nice. I live in and, the uh, Inchicore Kamenim area, suffice to say. Uh, I like my neighborhood. Mm. It's cool, and it's safe. Cool. Um, but I already lived in Kilmainham before this, so I right. was well versed with the area. You already yeah, know all it's just it. kind of having two weeks off and focus on the house, and then kind of just going out and about in the area more and on, on, on another side of where I lived. Uh, you know, it's just been a good experience. It's been fun. That's great. Yep. And then to tie things off, we adopted a pupper. Well, not a puppy. You got a, we dog. got a dog. We got a dog. We got a dog. Yes, we got a little wee. A, what, what's your name? Her name dog? is Biog. She's our wee Biog. Um, Biog, Biog McNamara. Boucherpin. No, maybe I shouldn't say everybody's surname. No. Mara would be a good Maro. name. Mara McNamara. Mara. Mara. Oh, Mara would be. <laughs> no, just just Mara. Mara. Although although it Marla. does sound like yeah. Marla. Marla. So. Marla. Marla. McNamara. <laughs> oh. oh. Marabug, Marabug, um, yeah. So we have. Well, she's a little. She's a whippet cross, and she looks like a little kind of wolfhound. She, but she's not. She's a. She's a tiny. She's two years old. She her her back probably would be oh. up to above my knee. I'd say, but uh, but she's a slight okay. little cute little thing. And we, yeah. we and she looks just as just as. <laughs> just as shaggy as yes, you. Yes, I've I've gotten I've gotten that from a few people. Yeah, you've done that like dog looks yeah, like their owner yeah, thing. I've heard that from a few people now. She's she's dark and scruffy, and she has beautiful mm. brown eyes, like myself. No, I don't have brown Aww. eyes. Bearded lady. No, what my eyes are, but I am looking incredibly scruffy today. But <laughs> whatever. Have you gone to Brickfield Park yet? No, it's another one near you. It's good. It's worth checking okay. out. Okay, I will check it out. I've not been there, but um, but yeah. So we got Biog. We got it. We picked her up on Wednesday from an animal animal welfare center in Wicklow. Uh, the guys were really really fantastic, and um, they have they've had her for about three or four weeks. They rescued her from a halting site. Um, can I say that? Yeah, halting site's the correct okay. term. I just don't want to. I don't want to kind of generalize or you know. No, I think yeah. that's all right. That were mistreating her. Okay, so they they rescued her from a halting site. Uh, so they, she probably has never been indoors. She doesn't technically have a name. She doesn't know any, uh, you know, rules or commands, or she's not toilet trained or anything like that at all. She's a completely clean right slate in a sense of she's a wild a wild little girl, but she's great. She's the best. Get a get a clicker as well. You can get a clicker, yeah. Teaching her stuff. Yeah. Teaching her name. Um, she and she's she's glued to us now. In all fairness, she is glued to us. Uh, if like if one of us leaves, she'll she'll panic for a while, um, and then whoever's left with her, she'll follow you around everywhere, everywhere. Aww. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, but she's she's settling great. Um, they have us like on a quote unquote like seven day trial thing, but like. You know, good luck trying to get her back. She's ours forever. Yeah, we're mad about her. We really are. She's great. She's, yeah, home, she's home now. She's home. That's great. That's great. 
Yeah, get um, I'm just I'm just traveling the world. Oh. Uh, um, rude. I'm I'm just associating with other people's pets. <laughs> you're just was uh, that was uh, you know you're trying to say that uh, my life is mundane that you're off traveling the world living a. Uh, no, uh, no, 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 rude, um, uh, bride, bride. I, think, I think that's oh, bye, kind bye. of offensive. I am offended. Oh, I'm just traveling the world, you know, no big deal. No, I'm just traveling the. I'm, I'm okay. I I am just out there wandering the world. Okay, rubbing it in, associating with other people's pets like a hoe. You know, you're, you're just, traveling the world, acting like a hoe. So you're also rubbing in the fact that I'm settled in a relationship. Why? What, I'm not insecure about that. So uh, I met Chris's cat. It's a lovely <laughs> His name cat. Is um, this is called Dove. We're getting another. We're getting another cat into the house as well. Um, there's another Irish person here called Saoirse. She's got a. She's got two main mm. coons, which are huge and amazing. Um, I went to pick up that cat when I was over there, and I picked the cat up under the front legs as I generally do but it's the first time I've like I stood up and the cat was still on the ground and I had to go back down and I had to pick the same cat up twice yeah, yeah. basically yeah. is what I'm getting at it is a long like animal a slinky. yeah we it was crazy in Ireland, right? um, you can get them yep. they're they're a, uh, they're Scandinavian I don't I or don't it, know like am I thinking of another I must ask, I must ask about uh, Emer, Emer's Norway I think I mean, right I always thought the main part was main. Yeah, I know, but I I also think I looked that up recently as well because it does seem like it's. No, it's not interesting. <laughs> that seems deliberately read. confusing. Marley looks quite happy up in that couch with your brain. Oh nope, I'm completely wrong. So what's the? There's a Norwegian breed. Maybe that's where I'm mixing things up. Norwegian forest cat. That's what it is. Slitting I can down. see how you mix up Norwegian and Maine. Well, it, it's just the idea that they're. They're the two of the biggest breeds, so I've got, I've I've linked the two together. I know. And I, know. Uh, I went to um, there's a place called Redline VR here, which is a bar, but it's I think I said this last week. It's it's got these VR booths you know, around it, so people like show up and like they're drinking and they're playing VR in like these areas. Like it's a, a driving range is the best analogy I have for anybody that's ever been to a driving range. Um, but it's just got a couple of. Uh, of just theater cats wandering around as well and i learned that one of their names is pimento uh, and they gave me a little laser pointer and i got to point it around and it would chase it around <laughs> and i i didn't lead it into the path of people wearing vr helmets but um, it is tempting to point <laughs> jesus that laser christ <laughs> and injure the cat that's that's really nice I, that's really the, nice the cat would endangering I, did, the I didn't i didn't he, i said i didn't endangering i said animal. i didn't he's a, did it. he's a good person he loves cats um, it's a whole identity is feline yeah. You are looking more feline uh, every yeah, time it, it's um, um what? That's because he's ha- he's having <laughs> that cat surgery. I keep <laughs> he's telling getting you. bits of work done for sure. He keeps having that that yeah. cosmetic surgery to make himself look like yeah. a cat. He's never denied it. I mean, I'm, I'm never denied it. Yes, I am a cat man. You can just tell us. Just tell us. I'm I'm trying to uh, trying to have a tail surgically attached. Oh, that's it's not oh, going well. Jeez, that's brutal. So it's not it's not it's not no latching on. You can just get a butt plug for that. No, a very important part of cat identity is a visible anus, and I can't plug that. So I need to have the cat mounted above. That's fair. That's very that's, true. I need to have the tail that's mounted very above. True. Did I say that? Yes, but no, that's true. Uh, right? Yeah. 
That's bizarre, isn't it? Uh, Brian is showing us his Lego tiger with visible anus. Is it Lego? With visible. Can't it's Lego, Lego, yeah. But like, it's Lego. why did they do that? It's in the instructions. <laughs> why did they do that? I'm so For happy they did it. That's listening. Uh, basically, Brian does have uh, a and Lego tiger is, that the, kind of accurate... The, the, I think I just found out the cover for next week's episode. Yeah. And the other thing is that, uh, like, it's this bit came with the the set, right? So that piece there is a flower, mm-hmm. as you right. can see, and the same piece then is used for the bottle. So it's <laughs> the, I love it's a little this. flower. It's it's the it's, it's, flower. it's a flower and a bottle. <laughs> that's just how, that that's the great thing about Lego. You can be really creative with it. Brilliant. I just love the fact that it's an it's it's an it's official in the instructions. thing in the, yeah. in the manual in right. the instructions. They have a like, and this bit yeah. goes here. Yeah. I literally looked at it and I was like, "Is that is that a is that a bottle?" I, I was shocked. <laughs> oh my God, I've said that to people, and then I was like, "Is that why you bought I was it?" So happy. No, no. I mean, I didn't know until until I was, you know, halfway through assembling. How is that not talked about more? Um. <laughs> I love it. Breaking news. Ukraine, Syria, the United States, but more importantly, our top story tonight. Lego has started including buttholes. Lego has officially designated a piece of Lego for buttholes. It's a butthole piece. You have a two-piece thingy and you have a butthole. Bung piece. B-hole piece. Bung-hole. Did you watch anything in the two, three weeks? That we haven't seen you, Kev? Um, see any films? I didn't watch a lot, really. See any Netflix series? Um, Some Hulu I've started watching... I've watched the first three episodes, I think it is. Or first two, anyways. But definitely, I think first three episodes of... Oh, first two episodes of Barry. Season, season four. four. Yeah. yeah, and it's four very good. Season four? four. Season four, it's very good. Um, I've heard very mixed things about it. It's weird. Uh, Seems like people are on a downer on it for some reason. Oh, I like it. I oh, think weird. it's really. So, I think it's really. Have you watched any of it, Brian? No, not uh, yet. Not yet. You holding off? Yeah. You holding off till it's all aired? Is it? Yeah, I think. I, think uh, I mean, saying that, I might, I might, I might go watch it after uh, this. Do, you know, do but, people? Um, I just haven't really. Are, are people's critiques of it like that? Is too yeah. maybe artistic or something or a bit too stylized or something? no i think, I they, think, I think they're kind of i think they're kind of saying that it's lost a bit of the balance and the humor and it's kind of all dour at, oh, the, moment. at the moment and that it's kind of lost like the, the 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 best thing about it was that how it was able to walk that line um and was kind of surprising um whereas now it feels i, I think it just feels a bit more predictable. It feels less original, less creative, and then kind of dark without any of the the humor. And I think maybe like they've they've all kind of said that it seems deliberate. In that, there's always been a question about like you know whether Barry is or is not a good person, and this seems to be just be saying like no, he's a he's bad, and this is just how. Bad stories end for bad people. Yeah, I like it. Anyways, 
but again, I don't I don't think they've even seen the series or the season full yet. This is just a kind of initial reaction to the first few episodes, I think. But it's kind of interesting that it's all happening around the same time as he's gone very public with his relationship with Ali Wong. And it's just I kind of feel sometimes like that that the more public an entity becomes, the easier it is for people to sort of project their personal opinion of you onto their critical or, you know, their reaction to the, the stuff you make. So is, um, I didn't realize he is seeing Ali Wong. Yeah. It was just kind of rumored for a while, but it's, it's only just gone like public and officially confirmed. And it, like, this is just me kind of, you know, drawing a line between two things but it's it's kind of interesting that as he becomes this more celebrity kind of you know photo yeah. out in public with the with the you know with a with another famous person that also the reaction to the things he's made is more critical it's interesting because he's directed i think every episode of this season as well Right. Um, whereas previously was Hero Mirai. He didn't direct every episode, but he directed, like as in Hero Mirai directed most of the episodes in previous seasons. So, whereas he's kind of taking more ownership then of, of this season. And he's a less experienced director. So, yeah. It could be he, could Hero be kind of a had a very distinct. A Hero's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, and then just, they're, sorry, go ahead. they're coming under fire for some comments David Show made years ago, kind of resurfaced, and he's in Beef, and Ali Wong and Stephen Young are coming under fire because it's like, they're not being critical enough for some people of Cho's past comments, and it's like, are they aware do they care? Is it fair to drag them into it? And it's just a, it's a mess. I haven't seen it's those comments, mess. and I don't want to include them in the episode. But can you tell me what they are? He just told so a story context. that he later claimed he was doing a bit, hmm. and it's about a sexual assault. Yeah. And he seems to be kind of bragging about it. And I don't know was he kind of doing it in a Bobby Lee type of way, or right. or is it just really callous and? You know, but uh, he's attempted to have it pulled off the internet a couple of times. But he always right. struck me as a very weird guy as well, though. I, I never really got what his deal was. I, most of the th- clips I saw of him seemed to be him kind of like espousing some sort of philosophy as if he was, I don't know. He's a strange guy anyway, I think. So It's Bobby Cho, is it? David Cho. David Cho. Oh, because he said Bobby Lee. That confused me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm just and he's I'm good. Sorry, beef. I'm just beef is great. Myself. He's okay. Have he's you watched artist, Beef? Is he? Anybody yet? Uh, I watched a couple of episodes. He's the like artist. Him. He's the guy sorry. who he he did a mural for Facebook and got stuck. He did a mural it? for Facebook and got stuck. Yeah, I remember. Him. Uh, yeah, he he was an oddball, and he is a sort of Bobby Lee. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, runner and buddy. Edgy. So he's got that vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Suddenly, I, think I have can leave more all context. Yeah. Um. I guess I was getting 
I didn't think that David Cho was an actor, so I, I didn't. I have to watch it. This is this has brought us on from um, this has brought us on from Barry, Barry to, beef. to Beef, right? Uh, but Beef is great, and okay. that, uh, you know that there's the other connection there being that Ali Wong is the main in Beef, and Hader is the main in Barry, and there's your six degrees of Kevin Bacon right there. So we went to Barry to Beef to Bacon. Barry to Beef Bacon. Barry to Beef Bacon. Triple B's. Kev, you've watched some of Beef? I watched, I watched two it. or three episodes of it. Uh, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I have liked it. It's just been hectic at the moment. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, hang on. Just, she's getting antsy. Um, there's a bunch of... Like, there is a bunch of stuff popping up. Like, um, we mentioned briefly before the... For the podcast started here, like you tried to watch Florida Man, I tried to watch Florida Man. It put me in mind of Terriers, but it's like it's wobbly. Um, the guy it who is lost the lead, me. Ab- I, yeah, I, it lost me around the part where he goes in to save the woman that's drowning, and then a was it a shark or a gator shark. bites his leg, and I, like I was watching, I was like, is what's happening? What's happening? It was so loose. And it looked so bad. It was yeah. just, yeah. Um, but, it, but it was like, I don't know what, it, I don't know what it's trying to strike tonally. It's having, I guess somebody's having fun. The way the guy delivers lines is is putting me in mind of the room. Because um, he's like delivering all his words. But there's like, there is pauses in interesting places that make me think he's trying to either remember the words or has remembered them verbatim without necessarily it being his first language. Maybe that's me just... I don't know. He's got a weird intonation is what I'm getting at. I don't know that it's bad. I think he's got a good look and a good charisma about him, which has carried me he's also a bit. It. He's also a bit TV Javier Bardem. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Um, like, the opening sequence in the, the hardware store is kind of fun. Like, I can kind of see where this is aiming at. It's... That scene, so he's standing on a beach. Look, we've o- we've only between us watched about two episodes. Nothing we're going to talk about is actually uh, narratively spoilery, but we are going to talk about a couple of little bits, right? So um, the scene that Brian is talking about, uh, he's you know he's in Florida and he sees a woman having trouble in the water. He looks at the lifeguard. The lifeguard doesn't see her. He runs in, and as he's pulling her out. The woman then starts yelling that he is taking liberties and assaulting her because her top came off during the rescue. And it's, I don't, I I mean, again, I don't know what they're trying to say there, but he's suddenly defensive and he says, oh, I'll go back in the water and get the top because he sees it. Try, try and prove he's not a pervert assaulting a woman, even though he just saved her from drowning. He goes back in to get the top and as he's waving it around going, I got it, I got it. A shark swims up and bites his leg and... This is the type of there's something the way about it's Mary shot as well kind of dumb very, and dumber. It comedy. looks like jackass kind of exactly. It, it was like it just yeah, it looked but, like jackass. But what I, I was like, what's happening? Is without this... any context for what like like I'm describing that scene, so a listener who's not watched this show goes, Oh, they're describing some very, very broad comedy. But before that it's kind of like aiming at like like visually dynamic film noir thriller thing yeah so it, it looks so, it suddenly so looks like it's a different tv show it's just like 
the shot where he's holding to onto a shark in the water it just looks like it looks like something out of a prank show like the the style the visual style and the camera work it changes completely and yeah it's bizarre it's just a mess it's kind of it's kind of just a mess so far you know there's dialogue where like he's pointing out like the lack of a apostrophe at the end of a thing and it's like you know like he, he's whoever's written it has seen funny shows that banter you know sort of um whedon-esque chat about nonsense or or sorkin-esque there there's again there's a scene where they think a character is dead and they are alive and the explanation for that is the person picked up a paramedic and convinced them to administer some sort of medication that slowed their blood slowed their pulse to the point of imperceptible like it's like they faked their death in the most ludicrously elaborate way for a punter with no connections in this town to like it's one thing driving a car off a cliff and going oh the body was never found it's another thing going i went and i picked up a paramedic convinced them to i i mean to break the law drastically to like there's it just does not make a lick of sense like the motives or the explanations it's just not it's one thing if this person had been in like in a in a weird tense heated almost criminal relationship with a doctor and then you convince them to do something medical but it's like you just walked up to a stranger and convinced them to fake your death with you it's fucking weird um yeah so it's a bit of a mess so far i don't I know say if don't bother with it. it don't watch it don't waste your time um I'll see how much more I can do with it. I got two episodes in. Next like, week, Kev's going to tell us he binged it all <laughs> in a weekend. It's his new favorite show. It's his new favorite show. Um, like they've got that guy Clark Gregg in it as well from Avengers and yeah. stuff. And he's, um, he's in the clip that automatically plays like on the preview and it's him trying to buy a gun. And then he doesn't show up for, I don't know, a whole episode. Or something? No, he's in. He's in the first episode briefly. He's in the first episode. Um, yeah. So uh, again, our our lead um, has to procure a gun, and he from all the checked guns being brought through on the like. I actually don't know that that's the process. Is that the process? I've seen people check guns, but like it's hardly like the standard luggage rail. Just a row of gun boxes roll out, waiting to be picked up. Anyway, he just walks past a baggage carousel, picks up a gun, and walks out of the place, and it's Clark Gregg's, and he. Greg is going to be trying to get that gun back, I'm sure. I'm sure that's the angle. Um, but we'll see. Who cares? Um, it's an odd show. I've not um, heard of it. So yeah, check it out. It, it just me. popped up. I don't know where it came from. Um, I think it came out last week because I watched it, I think, last Friday. And I gave up on it. Okay. Um, apparently, the new season of Maisel is up. I do love Maisel. I'll have to watch that. Um I missed. I haven't realized they were still yet. making it. Oh, they they got to like this is the final season. I loved last season. Um, last season was season four, and I had t- like while I love it, I had kind of tired with what they were doing in season three. But um, four was great. Four was was great, and by the end of it, I was like, this is awesome. And there's a wonderful scene with the guy who plays Lenny Bruce. There's a number of great scenes, but it just ends in the finale with this like beautiful like. They're in Carnegie Hall, and I think it's shot during the pandemic, so they've just got 
it was this big empty theater that they're having this scene in. It's great. Um, I love it a lot. Though at the same time, it also has one of the worst, most glaring in the middle of the pandemic pickup shots with like two people who clearly aren't even in the same room as each other, let alone. And then there's like green screen backgrounds. Uh, you know, they obviously shot the master on the street outside the location, and then they shot the the inserts. Yeah. Um, on green screens with different people. And it was a bit weird. So, by the time you talk to me next week, I'll have watched that. There's a trailer for a new Arnold Schwarzenegger series on Netflix called Fubar. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it. Um, I don't know if you checked out the trailer for Fubar. No. What is it about? No. Is it reality no. TV? No. No, it's... um. It's, it's a kind true of lies an offshoot kind of, of True Lies. A what, Brian? He's not the Except same character, is he? He's not the same character, but it's kind of based on the concept that there's two family members have been living uh, hmm. a secret life, basically. Okay, well, that sounds good. Yeah. It's, so it's, in the, it's, it's, it's in the Him and his daughter good. have been working as agents, I think, for yeah. a while. Unbeknownst to each other. Which tells me they're pretty shitty agents. Pretty uh, shitty agents. Pretty shitty. Um, that should be. A I show. don't know. I, I will watch all of it. Agents. I will watch all of it. Uh, I probably won't unless I hear. How it's old is Schwarzenegger? They, they, they call him sixty-five in the middle of the trailer, and it's like, how old is Schwarzenegger? He's at least sixty-five, probably seventy. Yeah, I would have thought he's uh, he is seventy-five years old. Um, I don't know. I have I have much affection for Arnold. Um, my fixation with calf raises is entirely down to watching Arnold Schwarzenegger documentaries. I got to build bigger calves. Um, how many calf raises do you do a week? Uh, probably. Hold on, bear with me. Okay, this week, uh, five sets of 25 and five sets of 12. Can you do the maths on that? Five sets of 25? It's 125 plus 125 five sets of 12. 60, 185. 185, yeah, something like that. And if I do that, like that's a calf workout, so I might do that once or twice a week. That's not enough. <sighs> Shit. It's not enough. Got to pump up those numbers. Shit. Oh, rookie numbers. Brian. It do be mm. like that. Yes. We went to a show this week. We did. We did. And and Aha. in this show, and in the show, they were discussing how one of the characters, one of the actors on the show learned some Irish. Uh, and then they had mentioned that the, act, that the person who had taught the actor the Irish was an Irish person from Cork. And the audience booed. They booed. I don't mm. understand that. And then Terry said that there was like, hostility towards Dublin or between Dublin and Cork people or that people look on Cork people unfavorably yeah they do can you elaborate on that Brian and how does that make you feel um I personally don't give a shit because uh you know their booze mean nothing to me I've seen what they cheer I've seen what they cheer um, Best line from I've seen what yeah, makes you uh, Rick and Morty, isn't it? <laughs> nothing to me. It's like your bo- your booze mean nothing. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait, did I ruin your bit, right? Okay, okay. No, sorry. no, no, not at all. <laughs> or not bit, no. but you know what I mean. 
It was funny because I, I was thinking that the, the line in Rick and Morty is kind of awkwardly. It is a bit. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Your booze mean nothing to me. I've, I've seen. What? Sorry, I've got a tail on my face. Aiden's cattail. It's, it's, uh, it's unpredictable. There's a, there's a line um, Dan Harmon has in one of his podcasts. And it's a throwaway line. And I think it's a precursor to, to that um, Rick and Morty line. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, they, they didn't invent that line. You know. No, no, it it's um, oh, no, no, no. It's it's about his opinion of himself. Uh, it, it's something along the lines of um, "Don't tell me you love me, I hate myself." So that's a surefire way to lose my respect. All right, you know, it's kind of the same sentiment as I, I wouldn't want to be part of any club that would allow have me. me. Yeah. Oh God, yeah, yeah that's, that's funny. Um, but does Chris still listen now that you're recording in the same vicinity? Why, why yep. doesn't he come on the podcast? Good point. I'll invite him on. Yeah, let's pick a movie. Let him pick a movie and Brian doesn't have to watch it, but I'll do my best to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Brian doesn't have homework, but we're going to watch a thing. And, you know, if it happens to be... I'll watch it so long as it's not like Fast and Furious tier material. Would you like to pick the movie, Brian? Okay. Do you want to watch 65? Mm, Sure. Mm. No, we tried watching that and did not get through it. Oh, really? Okay. um, Adam Driver might be Mr. Fantastic. I don't hate that. I, I, at this stage, I don't really care who they cast as people yeah. as long as it's good. Well, like, I listen to oh, no, I'm just saying, like, so. it doesn't, like, casting means nothing to me. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. not following it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. So, I tried to watch 65, and I know I'm sidetracking from the, um... That's all right. We'll circle the, back. From the It's Always Sunny pod. Um, but, uh, there's an opening scene over which they have text on screen that tries to explain there were people before there were people and they were in space. So already you're kind of giving the game away. I like I know that like once a movie exists and the premise is out there, you know, you're not going to keep something like that secret. But like if the sixth sense started with there are ghosts in the world and sometimes people see ghosts and sometimes you might not know you're a ghost, then you kind and, of and like the thing is like Kind of it'll only really get it'll it'll only really get out if the film is huge anyway. Yeah. So you lose nothing by keeping it a secret. If you keep yeah. it a secret and people go see it and the film's a success, then it gets out. But it doesn't matter because the film's a success. Well, they put text on giving screen it? at the very start that explains that people basically just so you know the sort of like the the celestial seeding thing, the idea that we we populated Earth from another. So basically, it goes. You know, there were people in the universe traveling space long before those. Those people started on this planet, and that's on screen. And then you go to that planet, and you get a scene where Adam Driver explains that he's got to go on a fucking space journey, and then it cuts to the space journey and the crash, and then there's twenty minutes of faffing about, and then he sees the giant dinosaur footprint on the ground, and then it goes. Then sixty five appears on screen so you're like 20 minutes in and the credits appear and then it goes 65 million years before human like it's like why are you that's a very tv move it's it's only like 89 minutes long as well and that first scene is so expositionary i feel like this movie was a train wreck to shoot Mm. and they've ended up with what works best in 90 minutes now, yeah. I then kind of fell asleep and woke up and fell asleep and woke up. So I don't know what the rest of the fucking film's like. Um, it looked like it could have been like a really fun, 
adventure thing with a nice twist is that it's you know Planet of the Apes it was Earth all along but instead they just keep shouting the twist at you so it's not a twist it's it's super liminal um, and then it's like really oddly serious um, it's got like like shit Luc Besson vibes does that make sense? so Luc Besson oh shots fired in and you've been hit Brian shots hole in fired. one <laughs> slam dunk <laughs> Uh, it's, great. it's hard to watch his stuff when you you know he's a big dirty creep. Who look best on? Or French. I I loved Fifth Element when I first saw it. I really did. And he loved Mila as well when he first saw her at the uh, age of fifteen. Uh, yeah. And it's hard to watch Leon. It, uh, man, but to be honest, oh, what a big Leon, dirty Leon creep was is. always hard to watch. Leon was always hard to watch. I never I I always thought like, but like she's a child like she's coming on to an adult or i i think i'd seen the the maybe theatrical cut okay. first and it wasn't until i watched the director's cut and i was like hold on mm-hmm. wait now hold oh, on it's a postman is... Ah. is that a true story yeah. about uh 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 leon that a, a bank was being robbed uh, coincidentally, near the, near Fidimine on another street, and the people the people oh, that were yeah. trying to escape the, the robbers who were trying to escape. Well, we've both heard it, so yes, it must absolutely. Be uh, I don't know if Aiden's heard it, but uh, for the for the purposes of the listeners, during the Fidimine of of uh, the final scene in Leon, a bank was being robbed at the same time on another street, and as the uh, robbers were trying to get away they turned a corner onto the set of Leon but not realising the movie was being filmed and the street was uh, covered with police officers and all that kind of stuff the lads gave up they surrendered themselves where everybody was just actors yeah. oh really have you heard the story before Adam no something no. like that Brian right tell you what I think I've seen Leon maybe once yeah. and even then I think I tuned into it 20 minutes in on channel 4 fair um, at midnight fair. I think that was probably the first time I saw it. Yeah, like, the, like, that I same showing stumbling. that it was on TV one night, and I was like, "Oh, I've been meaning to see this." And then I watched it, and I was like, "This is amazing." And I'd seen it a few more times and thought it was great. And then I bought the DVD and watched the director's cut, and I was like, uh, "I definitely watched the DVD." I know my dad bought the DVD, and I would have watched it. Yeah. If- you go from kind of thinking that Leon's this, you know, solitary. He's sad because he's solitary and lonely. But then in the director's cut, he's he's a man-child. He's a pedo man-child. And it's oh. weird. And especially when he's an insert for the director, it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. men do be doing that sometimes in, in media. They do be, they like, do be that like that sometimes. sometimes. Sometimes you read, like, uh, I can't remember the comic book creator's name. But he has he ha, he had a few bits he had a few big pieces done, uh. But yeah, he just you know kind of some of his more low key books that he released is just like wow, that's really weird that an adult man wrote that. Yeah, John Chris Felusi, Ren, the Ren and Stimpy guy. Like I was talking about him again today. Um, he got into something a new came up, of, Aiden, or no? I was or just, just talking, talking to okay. um, old news, talking to somebody about. Like and Stimpy, like it, like say what you will. 
Spumco had an influence on the 90s and then the animation industry going forward with Spongebob and, and everything else. So it kind of yeah. comes up and it, it's made it, yeah, like it, like that style made, like I don't know, I don't entirely know if that's entirely Chris Falusi or, but it's like, or like there's a lot of like crumb. It's very closely attributed American to American anyway. Like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like crumb. It, like, in animation anyway, yeah. In the American comic to it as well. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, you can't kind of think of Ren and Stimpy without thinking of the fact that like, I don't know the ins and outs a hundred percent, but it's stuff like you know he was he was mentoring high school students into the. Oh, I did not know that. Come stay at my house. Uh, Oh yeah, there's there's a couple of people who I think are animation professionals now who are like, yeah, it was super fucked up. I'm working now, but like now I'm 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 broad stroking the narrative there and and any yeah, uh, thrown allegedly in (laughs) somewhere there. Just for your sake, I mean. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? I said he was mentoring. People, children having relationships with him. But then in a relationship, you said. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's. Person allegedly. 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 Kev, I'm yeah. looking at a map and you are like a straight shot to Brickfield Park. Okay. I will do. Check it out. It's huge. Um, Because I just, I don't really. Good few people with dogs there. I think I think there's like dog walking groups okay. meet sometimes. I haven't been there in years, so but um, it's a big park. You love plenty of space. She won't go outside. She does and she doesn't. She'll come outside if both Emer and I are out there, but she's no interest if one of us is out there. Really, uh, she gets spooked by everything. But uh, no, she'll go. Sorry, she'll go outside. Outside, that's fine. We can take her for a walk. She does come for a walk, but just not out the back garden. But I think because she feels like if she goes out there, someone's going to close the door and she's not going to be allowed back in. And she loves the couch. Yeah. You know, she'll be oh, fine. Man, you know? yeah, for sure. Her 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 esteem her esteem will grow, yeah. you know, once she gets comfortable yeah. and everything. She's a super beautiful dog, and I am so grateful and lucky to have her. She's gorgeous. She is the love of my life. <laughs> I love her. But um, yeah, I was, I was even talking to my mom, and my mom was like, "Oh my god, I can hear it from your own voice how much you love her already." <laughs> you know, it's just like, "Yep, she she's a beauty." Ah, God bless her. She's so funny. She's gorgeous looking. But um, sorry, I'll stop gushing about my dog because no one wants to hear that. But I uh, can cut it. Well, I brought it up. So sorry. You know. But uh, okay, I will check it out, Brian. I will check it out. Uh, I, I I probably know it to be honest, but I uh, I'll have to I'll have to Google it and see. Um, but uh, just yeah. Anyway, sorry, I got derailed there. Uh, but yes, by me. Sorry. Right. Um, <laughs> We went to see a podcast this week. We saw It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast. It was very good. It was very funny. Uh, I did enjoy it. There's parts of it I didn't like, um, but most of all... The part where they were doing the family fight bit, I don't know if you saw this, but Charlie kind of leaned over to Meg and was like... Yeah, it didn't work. Cut this bit. Yeah. Skip this. It didn't yeah, work. Yeah. yeah, and then... She, like, um, Right. So the, the, there's an episode in... I remember. If you, have you watched much of the show? <clears throat> I've watched... I think I've watched everything. Maybe I haven't seen the latest series. Um, Especially the Irish there's, series kind of put me off because I... They, kind of so much was made of it and then I was like, oh, this is just fucking green screen and bad stock photography. Yeah. Um, And like, like generic commercial streets that could be a mall anywhere and it's like that's not fucking they had wanted to do it on location but yeah COVID. Pandemic. yeah um no but there's an episode where they do kind of a family is family yeah. fortune or family feud or whatever that show is and keegan michael key is doing the Stephen steve harvey bit um so they did a version of that live 
Right. Um, it didn't work. Were, like asking, it just didn't work. Yeah. Uh, Wasn't it, uh, funny. It just kind of lost yeah. the crowd for whatever reason. But kind of noticed it. They only had two rounds of it planned anyway, I think. But you could see during the first round, Charlie leaned over to Megan Gans, who's the she's a producer on the show and she produced the podcast. But he kind of leaned over. Writer on Community, this. writer on Always yeah. Sunny. Oh, yeah. He's like, cut this. This isn't working. Um, yeah. So yeah, like the whole thing was great, but there was stuff that, you know, is weird. I, I was thinking about it today, and aside from the like scheduled bits, I can't remember what they talked, talked about. Talked about nothing, Brian. Which is weird. They talked yeah, about nothing. Like they, they, so there was kind of scheduled stuff, which didn't take up a whole mm-hmm. lot of time. Like collectively, mm-hmm. it did. But between that, I was like, I can't, I can't remember. I had fun, but I don't know what the content of this was. Yeah, because like a lot of it was her saying, "Here's my favorite Dennis moments. Here's my favorite Charlie." Moments. And they felt more like more like interruptions than anything else. Yeah, a lot of members. Yeah, um, and that's you know th- those were maybe like if each if each character was like maybe ten minutes each. So I guess maybe that took up thirty minutes, but that's ten minutes kind of each time where they're not really talking; they're watching a clip play behind them. And then between that, it's like, I I don't remember what they, they abused, talked about or said. Because I don't think they, like yeah, you said. They abused the British a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they talked about uh, Wrexham a little bit. I just, just, I just don't want to leave it in. Um, I felt a big drag down the whole thing. Was that Megan girl? Because I haven't listened to podcasts. I don't know her. But like, I don't want yeah. you to, I don't want to see you kiss, kissing your boss's ass on stage was just cringy to me she slowed when they came back after the intermission she she was a bit drunk i don't she probably had drinks before but in between when she came back no No, she wasn't messy or anything but she was Mm. talking so much more um yeah obviously leave this out she was talking so much more when they came back it was was just like she was very sincere but at the at the end of the day it does it does amount to her kissing her bosses yeah bones, and it, you know oh uh, man i got like i was and i and, and I, I get it as well because like she's she's on tour with them you know she's traveling with them she's gone from being like a kind of a smaller part writer to this big thing there's, there's like as a, there was a lot of people in the crowd that were just as happy to see her as they were then so i can i can i can get her feeling very loved up because they've given her this opportunity and stuff but I, like completely agree with you she just kind of Took it I, I would have much rather them talk about bullshit yeah. for yeah. two hours and just feel like you're you're in the room listening Doing to them it. rather than have it actually be a schedule. Yeah, I think I think they could have just shot the breeze and talked about the show and happened organically, you know? Yeah. Um like I've seen Impractical yeah. Jokers do live live show and I've seen the last podcast on the left do the a live show. And they also have bits and segments and all kinds of stuff. And don't get me wrong, like they could also uh they could also, you know, have maybe done less of it to a degree, you know. However, it was just them on stage talking about the bits that they wanted to talk about. So you kind of felt like, you know, they had, they had, they had, like, say, last passage for, on the left, for example, each person had picked a subject that they wanted to talk about and then they riffed on each other and had to crack them back and forth or so, which kind of worked, you know. If uh, each person had picked, like, say, just a, an episode, like, every time they just did a ep- different episode and they just picked it and they just talked about it and they let it riff, that would have been even a little bit better, you know? And they just, like, but it was just, it was a bit, it was, a, just, it was stiff, it was stiff. But, like, I liked it, don't get me wrong. But, uh, yeah, but, yeah. but anyways, yes, moving moving past, but yeah. Yeah, like, it, it, it definitely needed the intermission. Yeah. And then after the intermission, it was just kind of like, 
I hope they either wrap this up soon or move on from this kind of yeah. current bit because it's just yeah like even charlie was cringing at the like when she was like kissing his ass too much and he was just like kind of just like yeah. hey, stop like okay like showed a bit you know and some of them weren't like the fat dance max uh fat dance wasn't even a good bit it did, like charlie totally outshot him in that bit you know what i mean like it was so weird anyways what i was gonna say to you yeah. uh it, it's literally just because he uh, he that gif of him it basically the him shuffling yeah, across the stage has become like a, a meme and a gif and it's basically just that but, but then they played the whole other section which is you know charlie singing and stuff yeah like they could have just played that that the bit yeah. second of him shuffling across the stage because but, uh, but like it was really really good like uh it was so funny uh like i had a crazy good time and it, and it flew past it really did flew yeah. Uh, it, it didn't did. really drag it, like, did. it didn't yeah. drag at all and it was really good fun and like we were we they were really they were going really hard on the brits and they said they don't like england and the brits but they don't like they, they don't like british culture but they don't mind the people or they like the people or something you know which is so funny but uh, rob's obviously in wales just hearing loads of shit as well you know i think his football clubs is in wales yeah i mean they, they, they played two shows in london on the same day you know so oh the same day that they did your show no, 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 as in, they, so they, they did four shows all together. Right. I think they did they did a afternoon and an evening show in London. Oh, that makes right. sense. On the same day. Yeah, so they, they did that Sunday. Then they were in Dublin Monday. Then they went to right. Wales Tuesday to watch Wrexham. And then Dublin on Wednesday. So I like as as much as they were making fun of English people and stuff, like they still played to. Oh, dude! And there was so many British people there. There were so many British people at the thing, you know. Yeah, and and they're they're playing up to to us as well. Oh no, here look, it was good fun because like there was there was random British people sitting beside us, you know, and uh, when he started going like really hard and everybody's cheering and people were saying stuff and commenting and all that kind of stuff, you know, we were laughing our ass off. They were laughing too, like you know. But uh, I will say she had to get up and walk past me, and I was just like, I I don't hate all the Brits, (laughs) you know, and she burst out laughing you know but i just i was like i was like you're you're some of your grad but uh but no um but they were that was good fun but uh i was gonna say uh so so that makes sense because you had sent us something during the week from uh a re- from reddit yeah. that was talking about people were talking about uh, an, a, an incident that happened at one of the shows uh but they were referencing a half two show yeah. or like a six o'clock show or four thirty show or so i can't remember as such but uh so that was that so yeah. it happened in london it happened okay. in London. Do you want yeah, to go yeah. into that? Yeah. So, and the thing is, I, if the, what happened was, uh, Caitlin Olsen comes out at the end of the show as a kind of a surprise guest. And she was talking. And from what I've heard, she got a huge mm-hmm. reception each time she came out. So, I, I basically what happened is people then, when she was talking on stage, some people were shouting like lines from the show. Like there's a running joke in the show that anytime she's, she's talking, they they say she looks like a bird, so they're always saying, like, shut up, bird. So some people in the crowd were shouting that out. I get them shouting it once or twice because they just want to be part of the thing, but apparently they were doing it too much, maybe, I guess. Um, to the extent were we talking were about this before? The, I, I had the, sent the... I had the sent that that Rob had got uh, annoyed yeah. at people shouting, shut so up, So what happened, um, yeah. what I heard happened was... They kept shouting it, and then Charlie asked, "What are they saying?" Um, and then Rob replied to him, said, "Oh, they just, you know, just people who think they're funny or something." And then apparently the energy kind of changed after that a bit. Maybe it did. I don't know. It was kind of towards the end of the show, anyway. 
And I, I, I really don't think, I don't know, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I don't think anybody meant it in a really serious way. People do also confuse people for their, their characters. I don't know. Yeah, but also like there's... Thankfully, it didn't happen. Oh, the, she got an amazing response at Dublin show. She got like one of the best responses yeah. of the whole night. In front of those people were chanting, deep, deep, deep. It was a cool bit because they, they, they were doing, um, they had like kind of recurring characters on the show to a recorded segment. So they'd play that mm. clip between sections and that was cool. Like the, the lawyer, the two lawyer ones actually. Hilarious, yeah. Artemisia's is good as well, to be fair, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they had her at the end do a bit and she's like oh you know kind of must be great to be there to get all that adoration uh, i wasn't invited so you know kind of sucks that i wasn't there and she kind of just goes on and on acting she's as if perturbed. she's not really there and then she says she says fuck it and she just walks off so she's doing it like to her cell phone camera and then she just kind of walks away from the camera and then she kicks the door open and she's out on stage and people went went crazy appropriately crazy. crazy yeah it was great fun like the, sh- the show was good yeah. fun uh yeah the show was well great it. it was yeah. good fun it was kind of like a not a glorified, but it was like a mass meet and greet, you know? Um, yeah. But it was cool. That, that's kind of all people wanted, yeah. you know, just to kind of see. Very them. relaxed inside, you know what I mean? Like kind of, uh, but it depends on the venue. I suppose like uh, the Tree Arena, whatever it's called now, uh, is um, is massive. People kind of feel like, you know, uh, they can just like, oh, you know, like there was like, not it's not necessarily like a, criticism because it is what it is like it didn't affect me at all it was more an observation but uh oh yeah people just chatting away and walking around and like it was it was like non-stop it was like really free-flowing like you know what i mean it was just it was like wow people just really don't sit down and wait for the intermission you know what i mean like i don't mind like i'm not i'm not giving out but I, it was i've wild. i've rarely no, to be honest, I, I would get oh, yeah. <laughs> bothers yeah. me so uh, it was, they were just everybody was moving constantly, always in dublin down, walking Pe- around people just fucking yeah, that drives me crazy, to be honest. <laughs> it was mad. It didn't. It didn't uh, you go, if you're going to the bathroom or something, fair enough. But some people just talk like mm. they haven't seen each other all week and they're, they're catching up at the show. And it's like, Jesus. That shit's crazy. Just, yeah. I, I, I remember, I'm sure it happens in a lot of places, but it happens to me all the time in Dublin at gigs. Mm. I remember uh, years ago, I, I went to um, I went to a podcast recording of like Jay and Silent Bob in oh. Vicker Street. And it's kind of a, like it's kind of a similar thing in terms of like the the family fortunes thing you mentioned earlier of like something not working, but the, they didn't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. If, I know it was right in the era where Kevin was a, a firm believer in smoking weed as much as possible. I think he's backed off on that. But like, there's. I don't think so. <laughs> it, it was a. I think he has to a degree. I saw him has on something have? else. Yeah, where he's just sort of like, this isn't helping me anymore. And it's not good for my heart and whatever else. Um, Fair enough. But um, it's great. It's good to see growth in a person. But like this show was like two and a half hours long and there's a solid like 40, 50 minute narrative, the thing that happened in the middle of it. And like the room was just like, what? What? Oh, jeez. It was just, it was. And like, there's a lot of like nerds that are giving them loads of fucking leeway. But like I went with Bavian and Bavian was half interested to be there in the fucking first place. And you could see like, this is like, death and like Kevin was just letting Jay talk and there was just no point to it Um, so like the first first chunk was fun and the back end of it was fun but there was this whole middle section where you're like the fuck is this and that many fucking sweaty nerd fanboys in a room it, it uh, the room had a <laughs> the room had a musk to it 
Um, but uh, like something as amorphous as a podcast can be um, can be death live if it's not well put together, I guess. Yeah. That, that's the thing. Like I, I can see why they planned to destruction. Oh, 100%. Because if, Keep if, it on track. If mm-hmm. the conversation just wasn't kind of flowing or whatever. But at the same time, too much structure then especially if it's a part that's not working is just going to stop it yeah. dead in its tracks just as much you know i'm on a little stool here my lower back starting to give in um, that's not good sorry yeah. i will just check it on herself because i don't hear her so i had to check on her but uh you look you're also looking very good Aiden. how's uh, america's obviously treating you well um i'm also cycling everywhere so every time i go out in the evening i've invariably got four to five miles out and back um, but you're, you're sitting down though on the bike yeah what, what cycling are you saying? is bullshit exercise what oh alright you're sitting down you're sitting down on wheels sure with cardio That's right I walk my dog to the heart are, are you pumping like really hard yeah I'm trying to are you alright are you though Okay. Aiden, I think you're great. Should I be walking, Brian? Should I be walking? Oh, these God. 10 miles? Aiden, I should be walking these I'm, ten. That's what we're getting at. Okay, I should be walking these ten miles. Yes, walking fast for doors. But um, I'm not a great. I'm not a great cyclist. I'm not a great walker. But this city is flat, which is great. The bike I've got is nice and light. Walking. I have a question. Can't you just? Can't you just say? It's also work, not good for your back. It's not good for your back to be sitting in that hunched over position. This is why your back. This is why you're swaying backwards and forwards now, because your back is screaming at you because you're sitting down all the time. It's not good for your back. Not sit down all the time. I'm. Yeah, it might be. It might be sitting. I might be seated a fair amount. I am going to. The, I, Jesus. Okay. Well, I think you look good, buddy. Thanks. I never said he doesn't look good. I'm just saying no, cycling. It's just cycling is bullshit. It sounds like you're unless you're, you're unless you're doing like so a I'm happy you know, for you. Yeah, I mean spin level you know, I'm 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 putting on I'm putting on muscle mass and I'm, I'm cultivating getting out in the world weight. and I'm eating lots. Uh, and cultivating mass. What, what are the measurements? What are the tape measurements? What are the measurements? Uh, uh yeah. five how, inches. How do you know you're thick. putting on muscle? Five inches around. <laughs> um so you're a chode. I didn't say that. Um Tuna can. Look, we'll 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 work out. Like I'll get a what is it? A Dexa something machine, the one that does your full body makeup, and we'll do that when I get back. Shut up. You can um, just get a wing scales. Give you yes, okay. uh, an indication. You brought it up. You I know. I know. Um, you brought it well, up. I'm, I'm conscious of the like the fact that like American food is very easy to like. A lot of fat, a lot of high fructose corn syrup. It's slightly different. It's using different fat. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Are they not? Uh, they're not the fattest population <gasps> in the world. Oh my! I believe. Oh my god! Are, are, they, they, are, are they? Are they? Oh are they god. not? Are they not? Are they not fat? Are they not? Anyways, the cop car that you have does it still have the lights on it? Oh yeah. It doesn't have the like the the red and blues up top, but it's got the little spotlights that like I can be in the car and I can like turn this little thing and point it at place and it's crazy Wild. bright. But it's also yeah, for, incredibly that. illegal. And <laughs> is it is it kind of like is it the so same color there. as a police car, but just not without without stickers? They took the yeah the the, the so it's a it's a it's a Ford yeah, Crown I know, Vic. I know. Um, it's it's a it's a boat. Uh, it's wide. There's no there's no center console. Um. The glove box opens straight out into the engine. 
like it's been stripped of like all of the like cop gear so it's pretty stripped down um, like the back seat has one seat belt plug because like I think there's probably a law that you need to have one seat belt in the back seat but whoever stripped this thing out was just like and eh, we're stripping everything out so there's probably like how many people do they put in the back seat of a cop car anyway um, I've, I've been deprived um, you wouldn't want to put more yeah. than two Private that experience is just um, a- but it's 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 pretty like it's pretty lean in terms of uh uh you know creature comforts but it's a it's a well even in saying that though like the 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 seats the driver seat passenger seat like fucking armchairs big mm. beefy comfy things um it's it's fun to drive it's great amazing that is fun it sounds like you're having a proper adventure over there, my man. Sounds exciting. Yeah, I'm going I'm to go see... I'm going to see Bo is Afraid on Sunday. What's that? Um, I've heard it's hard going. It did... See, this is the thing, yeah. I got talked into it. Um, I'd still go see it because, you know... Ari Aster makes good films. Ari we Aster. know this. <clears throat> um, or has so far. Um, but I'm. Yeah, I have to be cajoled into... Um, horror, or it's not really like horror. This is a horror comedy. Like it, it, yeah. I mean, what did the? There's a review of it that was pretty. Uh, Would you go see that uh, Nicholas Cage Ryan, whatever it's called? Renfield. That looks terrible. <clears throat> Renfield. Is it Renfield? Renfield. Yeah. Okay, because Ryan confused me. Yeah, I don't know um, what the fuck it's called. You got it, though. You got it. I mean, you've it. seen Nicolas, a Dracula story, yeah, right? Yeah, Cage, Dracula movie, Ryan You've something seen one I of said. the billion Dracula the stories. Fuck. Anyways, you're not um, answering any of my questions. So this Maybe is Rolling know. Stones. Rolling Stones. <laughs> uh, Bo is Afraid is the Citizen Kane of Mommy Issues movies. Dissolves the line between comedy and horror is a nightmare-fueled masterwork. Sounds great. Um, it sounds like I'm going to be uncomfortable. But, you know You should is. get high beforehand. Oh uh, is we legal in Chicago? It is. I have not pursued this, uh, but it is. Yeah. Excellent. Follow up questions. Nope. No, no. Does you fucking in order to arrest him? So why would I be bothered? What were the What were the other questions? <laughs> nah, fuck yeah. what, what question nah, did I miss? Fuck you, no, hold on. What question did I miss? I feel like you, I've you'd know if you were yeah. listening to it. Just. <gasps> I asked you questions. You asked questions about the. This is this is why he was gone for three weeks. Questions about the cop car. I started talking about Bo is afraid. You asked me would I go and see Ren. Would, is the it was is it would I go and see Renfield in the middle of talking about Bo is afraid? Um, yes, I would go and see Renfield. I like Nicholas Holt. I like Nicholas Cage. Uh, the trailer was really fun. I enjoyed uh, the stuff I saw there. You're overcoming. I'm, you I'm not mad on vampires with a million little teeth. I don't, I don't even know. Who did I hear is going to be in Venom 3? Why are they doing Venom 3? That's worse than anybody on this podcast. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> 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 no, I love it. I, I missed him terribly. I do miss him. He doesn't answer. Actually, he doesn't answer even. He doesn't even answer my voicemails. I asked you. I asked you what about how was C2E2 and did you meet Daniel Warren Johnson? When did I miss and he that? never I'm replied. Sorry, no, he doesn't oh really reply to anything I said to him. That's, that's just rude, to be It's to not be like fair. a new Chica- Aiden Chicago thing. It's like an old Aiden thing. 
You did fix my water though that time, which I will be grateful for. I did. Did you no, fix I your? Haven't, haven't, did you get your? Uh, every time I go onto it, and I try to book a boiler repair thing. It just it just says it's fetching my information, and then it just goes with that for about fifty minutes and goes nowhere. It's hard. It's hard to do things um, in a house. You know, it's annoying. Sometimes I wish, like you know, try a different browser. Yeah, I'll just. Well, I was on. I was on my mobile phone, so it worked. It worked for me before. That's the only frustrating thing you see. Um, ah, so, okay. Uh, yeah, but sometimes like sometimes that shit's like if Chrome isn't working, try no, Safari. I'll never try Safari. Safari's never the one. To, but if, if you're using Safari, but try I do Chrome. use Safari all the time. Yeah, it's on my phone. All right, we'll try yeah. try something else. Yeah, I feel like Safari is not as well supported. Fair, fair. fair, fair. Um, but uh, one good thing though about having a house now is I have a washing line. I didn't have a washing line before. You get to hang out. Good weather for yeah. drying. Oh yeah, is it? but the only thing is though, you do become a slave to it. Yeah, yeah, the washing yeah, line. Yeah. Oh, you got to watch it, oh, make sure it doesn't yeah. rain on it. And, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you do. I like, kind of, uh, to be honest, I, I, I the, like the, one of the first weekends we had, we were in the house. Seymour was like, "Don't put any clothes out; it's going to rain." And I was just like, "What? It looks pretty good out. I'm going to put clothes out." It rained, and I left the clothes on the line every three days. It's a piss rain, uh, constantly. Um, do you have a dryer? Not at the moment. Okay. Um, right. But uh, what I do, it's Mother Nature, and it's great. But uh, clothes so much better, so much easier drying clothes on a line up, so much easier. Personally, how do you mean? Um, it's like I have your old clothes horse, Brian. Right, and that—that's oh, yeah, that, giving that, that thing's yeah, a nice. <laughs> that thing's a nightmare. Yeah, and uh, yeah, hope. Yeah, I, I thought you mean like versus drying no. though, like inside no, the dryer. No, no, because dryers just so well, much the more. Dryers are, but they're not good for the environment. Ah, shut up with that nonsense. <laughs> no, I'll do. I'll do my air dry. You have but, to dry uh, your clothes. You have to dry. I do your have clothes. your old clothes horse, Brian, and it's a beast. And uh, it's it it is it's a, a monster. monster. But um, uh, I'm I'm giving it away to Terry, so it'll be his monster next. Yeah, nice. But uh, I had a win. I served me a long time. Nice. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm a slave to the clothes right now. But I, you know, it's okay. It's some, it some, some extra structure to my day, which I probably need. You know. What? This this sounds like rationalizing. No, it's not. I'm probably what seems like I've a pain in the ass, right? Mad. Yeah, that seems like a complete I reckon. Pain though, in the I ass. reckon that's what happens when you. I'm definitely going to lose. I'm definitely. Yeah. I'm definitely going to lose weight because not having the shop as close to me as it was previously is makes a huge difference. Because to be honest, I seldom have food now, and I starve. You I starve. starve. That's yeah, Emer Emer had to go to work mm. today, and she has to go to her work thing tonight. Uh, so I'm at home with Weebyug, but uh, the shops around here you can't go into them if you have a dog, uh, and I can't leave Biog alone at the moment. Uh, she just she has a little bit of separation anxiety, and it just wouldn't be well for her. I think this early into her being here just yet, you yeah. know, because uh, it's not as if you can distract her with food. She doesn't care peanut butter anything she doesn't care so i have no food in the house at the moment and i can't go to shop to get any so uh but there's a few there's a local there's a few places that are dog friendly so i was thinking of going up to them and just ordering dinner and eating there with the dog mm, that's a good idea yeah, there's lots of dog friendly places around which is great uh, and i think i saw a huge or a tiktok or a instagram page that is dog friendly dublin or something and they're just going to all, they're rating all the dog friendly places and uh go to the royal oh yeah man of course 
and then get yourself some yeah. crisps. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Guinness and a crisps. Crisps. Yeah. Royal Oak is great. Crips. I can't crips. say crisps right, but uh, Royal Oak is great. Yeah. Uh, um, the great thing is mm. Bjorg is really Royal chill Oak. and loves other dogs. She loves every dog she sees. So it's and people. So it's great. You know. And, and she's That's she's great. nice and calm and stuff. So it's like. If she, and when she gets overwhelmed, she just goes back to you. Like she'll jump on you. So it's it's fine in terms of like bringing her places and doing things because she's chill, you know. But she'll she'll we'll 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 help her. We'll train her up and do whatever. But uh, we just have to find about yeah, as you said, maybe try some chicken. Uh, we probably weren't recording that stage, but get a roast chicken. Yeah, this weekend, and yeah, but a full chicken. I suppose I could freeze it. Couldn't Put I? that in the just just have a roast dinner. Get a chicken. Mm. Have a roast chicken. But <laughs> did you see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, chicken. yeah. Chicken. <laughs> said the word chicken, chicken and the dog yeah. looked up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that, that's how words. much they like. That's how much they like chimkin. Um, <laughs> oh, stop saying this <laughs> poor dog. You tortured her. <laughs> there, there's some. There's some downstairs from yesterday. So she's going to get okay. some of that. Afterwards. Awesome. Um, yeah, she cook that. The smell of it. The smell of it in the, in the yeah, oven. great man. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna glory. do it. Whatever, yeah. whatever and to get then, this dog. And then happy. she'll get yeah. some afterwards, and then yeah. uh, the, she only eats wet food at the moment. So I'll be shocked. I'd like to get to eat some kibble, but do a big style for. Her. But let's not turn this into the dog endless dog <sighs> dog cast. Why not? Um, let's pivot. <laughs> the endless dog. Uh, <laughs> endless dog. <laughs> oh my god. Um. I guess one of the things I didn't talk about here yet is uh, last week I mentioned I was going to go to the House on the Rock mm-hmm. with Chris. What is this? Explain. Um, we talked about it a little bit briefly. I've never heard of it. Um, so it we it's three hours into mm-hmm. Wisconsin, um, or three hours from Chicago in Wisconsin, which was kind of funny to me as well because it's like a three-hour journey in Ireland is the other side of the country, at which point you're generally staying. Unless you're in Cork. Yeah. Sure. Because then you'd still um, be in Cork. You, what? Because you walk, because you're walking. No, you can drive for three hours in Cork and still be in Cork. Is that traffic related? No. Or nope. no, I know, I know what you're saying. Sorry, I know what you're saying. I know what you're yeah. saying. Sorry, oh my sorry, god! Sorry, sorry. But I think of three hours. Shut up! I think of three hours is like <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Cork or I'm going to Galway or I'm going to shut up. You know. Yeah, and it, and, and it, it is. Um, and it is, and ordinarily, if I've driven those but three hours, Cork is one of the few places where you can drive that long and still be in the same county. No, I here, but you know, Aiden, Aiden, if you get if you get it, maybe if you get it, Aiden, maybe you should explain it for the rest of people who don't get it, who might not get it. So we are the people who do get it, so we know that you get it. You can drive a circle around Cork for three hours, right? Just one continuous roundabout. No, no, it's a big county. Yeah, from Cork to Cork, it's three hours. You you can drive for three hours (laughs) in one direction (laughs) and still be in Cork. It's it's, it's, It's a massive county. Yeah, it's huge. Yes. Um, and I guess my point is, ordinarily, if I'm doing that three hours in Ireland, generally I'm going, and now I'm staying here for the night, as opposed to, we we just said, we're just going to pick up, drive three hours that way, do a thing, and then drive three hours back. Um, the House on the Rock was built by a guy called Alex Jordan from, like, the late 50s, early 60s through to the late 80s. And... I, it's it, it like there's probably concrete history but like when we were reading the stuff in there it was like very like wishy-washy like oh it's in dispute or there's arguments or whatever like there's an apocryphal tale that like the guy who wanted to build the place 
might have been his father initially or him, uh, showed a design to Frank Lloyd Wright. And Frank Lloyd Wright was like, this is bollocks. And he went away pissed off and said, fuck him, I'm going to do it anyway and it's going to be great. And um, it's a bit of a mess. Um, he picked this sort of like rocky outcropping. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of it uh, now. On the top of a mountain. And it does it a, a have all that dragon? And so this is, this yeah, is the thing. The first yeah, thing sorry. that got built was this like mid-century house that's like like bits of the mountain are in the place like you're yeah, in a cave cool. in many ways and this it's like it's like barely six feet high in places like it's floor to ceiling carpeted it's like there's big fireplace it's 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 just an uncohesive opulent, ludicrous kind of like mess trip that's that word Op- yeah except you gotta like hoover your ceiling yeah. and hoover your handrails like the fucking banisters in the place are carpeted like it's crazy um and then he went like oh i guess i'll just build this japanese garden outside of it. oh i'll just convert this mill house to store my collection of antique guns and while i've got the antique guns i'll put a giant fireplace in i know i've got these automated musical instruments that play shit as i walk past and uh, then i've got these mannequins that look like they're holding the instruments and then i've got these victorian dolls wouldn't it be great to be excited? i was gonna say and there's kind of there's kind of a lot of that around to a degree isn't there like those big, like uh, affluent houses, and they have more money than taste and sense. And then you just you're walking around going like, why is there so much weird garbage and tack around this place? Uh, what like so again? I I went with no idea, and I've talked to people in Chicago as well, and they don't seem to know that this thing is here. I've heard about it part. for sure. I've looked at um, it there. But I've seen it before. I walked past. I walked past in it. You walk past this like this model on a table of like a whale with like a, a giant squid wrapped around it and like oh that's kind of cool and then i walked into a room and it had been converted to a 200 foot long whale yeah jesus and a giant fucking squid wrapped around it across three stories that you walk up around and through and then there's a 38 ton carousel at the end of it and he's taken off the horses and he's placed mannequins with wings and like goat heads on it and it's like like, if you put enough fairy, fairy lights around a fucking serial killer's hovel, you can <laughs> charge admission, it seems. Um, it was really fun. It was a real, like, trip, trippy place. Um, like, it's so disjointed in terms of, like, what what leads from one thing to the next. Like, I'm in this room that's, like, made of, like, it's, it's, it's taken the concept of a church organ. And he's got like the the dials, you know, the like keyboards with all the dials and the buttons and stuff. And he's found the like most sort of Sputnik-y version of that. That's like a time, like a capsule. It looks like the cockpit in Alien. But then there's just like, it's again, two stories in this room of just like the, the pipes of organs everywhere. And like some of them are connected, some of them aren't. He's got giant, dis- he's got giant pot stills in as well that should be in some whiskey distiller somewhere. So there's just all this copper and brass around you, and it's like it's really visually interesting. And then you just pass a Gatling gun for some reason, and it, it's just batshit. Um, and it's it's really it's funny. Like I mean, again, that story about meeting Frank Lloyd Wright it seems to be apocryphal. There's three different biographies published by individual people that don't seem to be on the same page. I saw a photo of him in the '80s, and it looks. It's pretty close to that photo you've seen of, um, you know, Stephen Dud, the guy who was Bang Bang in Dublin, like that guy who was just like in a suit but just looks fucking mental in the eyes. Um, the his what? hair's, huh? Why did you talk about? 
Do you know do you know the story of Bang Bang in Dublin? And Forty Coats and that sort of like Dublin loon? Bang Bang was a Forty guy Coats who, the Kids Show or Forty Coats the Kids Show was based on a vagrant that was known around Dublin who wore a lot of coats. And Right. It was a real person. Bang Bang is another one of those sort of eccentric Dublin people that are really like as much as they're like Dublin characters, they're like there was no healthcare in the nineteen oh, yeah, forties. Um, he would he sort of roamed around Dublin and he had an old um, he had a church key and it was a big old door key and he would pretend it was a a cowboy gun like a pistol a revolver and he'd just be like you'd be minding your own business on the street and he'd pop out of nowhere and go bang (laughs) and people people would play cowboys with him and fall dead down dead and he was just a character um so people knew about Bang Bang wandering around. Um, you know, he was like, he was shooting engines because he would like cowboy movies, mm. you know. And he, um, So, yeah, this guy, again, in the eight, I, I think there's probably photos of him in the 50s where he looked a bit like, like cool and suited, but by the 80s, he looked fucking mental. Um, I saw... The, uh, I think it was a big influence oh, on stuff in American Gods as well. I think Neil Gaiman lived near enough for a while and he's like because there's a big carousel scene in season two and it's in the book as well mm. um i think they shot some stuff there no Sorry, it was ahead. irrelevant to be honest what you do as um and like yeah like obviously you have to pay to go there do you or make donations yeah and and this is where look i had a great time really um but it's it's a two and a half mile walk <laughs> through the place and i know that because i got told that because, you know, we got there and, like, we'd have to drive in the hallway. I went to the bathroom. I came out. I come up to the gate. Somebody's buying tickets. So I go to sort of buy a ticket. And the one I'm trying to buy a ticket off is, like... So two of the people we were with were ahead of me. And I'm next kind of in line. And I'm talking to the next person and going, uh, what, t- what type of ticket do you want? And I'm like, oh, uh, I guess whatever they just got. Because, like, I'm with them. And this woman went, well, I don't know what they just got. And I'm like, okay, but like, we are within five feet of each other, and the person that just sold them the ticket is sitting two feet to the right of you, and he can hear me, and he's looking at me. Can we can we work this out amongst ourselves as to what's going on? Communicative human beings. I need whatever they had. Client, client, confidentiality, pal. Couldn't tell you. And. And even then, ultimately, I turned to, you know, my friends was like, what was it you got? Oh, this. Okay. And I said, I guess it's that. And then she went, are you sure you want that? Because you have to be in section three by four o'clock because otherwise you won't get through the whole exhibit. I'm like, we knew this because the website says last admission is three o'clock and we're here at half two. And she says that. And I said, are, are you sure? And I went, yeah, absolutely. And she goes to sell me a ticket. But then Chris came up behind me and went, oh, I've already bought the tickets. Which, again, he got over her. And it's like, why are you... Okay. So it was just this weird little encounter. And then as we go in the door, 15 feet from that desk, the guy goes, you know you have to be in section three by four o'clock, right? And I was like, okay, yeah, okay. And we got a little bit further down and somebody was like, you'd want to keep moving. And then about 15 minutes in, we realized there was a guy behind us with a trash bag little mustachey guy in a little hoodie and he was just like leaning on things about 10 feet behind us and as we'd move forward he'd keep moving forward you were holding him up and at a certain point we went at a certain point we went are we the last group through and he went yep Ugh. and I was like okay and so now this guy is 10 feet behind us 
as we progress through. Now we're not we're not being rushed. We're taking our time and looking at the thing, but this guy is like hovering every step of the way. And we wanted to like, you know, would you just fuck off? Like we're not we're not hesitating. We're not elderly or infirm. We understand it's two and a half miles. We've got it's not it's two and a half miles long. It's less than that to get to the section you want us in by four o'clock. It's barely three o'clock. We got in a half hour before you said last admittance. Like we have arrived within all of these parameters. Why are we getting this little Bum, fucking yeah. bums rush kind of thing? And then at a certain point, because we're just walking at a regular pace, we overtook someone that had been in there well before us. And then we just never saw the fucker again. Because again, we're just moving. And he has to worry about other people. So I don't know. Maybe it's coming from the fact that they do have to make sure people drive through it. But like we were we were not the ones he needed to worry about. And it just made it kind of fucking uncomfortable for the first chunk of it. That we had just this hovering presence of like quicker, quicker, quicker. Get through this. Um, but once we sort of cleared ourselves of that guy, we could just enjoy the fact that this place was weird. I mean, how many life-size pepper mache elephants do you need? Five. I can tell you, it's more than four. I would yeah, say five, yeah. Yeah, that's five. It is five. Yeah, I would say five. Actually, I'd say, he, I'd say he had six because he had a scenario where there were three with two on the top and one on the top. And then there was a separate that's exhibit which was a, a a medieval war with an elephant fighting. It's two. Um, I'm glad we're talking about the elephant. In the yeah. Yep, we got it. We got it. And uh, I guess next week I'll be able to talk about Bo is Afraid. I'm going to try. I'm going to look at that. And the name of the episode will be Aiden is Afraid. Oh, yes. Right, 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 right to stop. You have an easy job. <laughs> but, uh, well, it's great to have that, like, to, to see that you're having, or to hear you're having a great time. But um, C2E2, I know you've covered it on the podcast and stuff, but I just want to ask, did you see Dan- Daniel mm-hmm. Warren Johnson? I don't. I walked every every line of Artist mm-hmm. Alley. I did not see Daniel Warren Johnson. Okay. I must have just breezed past it. There was an element of like once it was a big big yeah. name. I kind of like. I kind of like blinkered yeah, no, fair, myself because there was just I wouldn't be there was going to be no like, yeah, point getting exactly. in a queue, and there was going to be no uh, way I could afford anything yeah. I wanted on this table. Yeah. Um, I wanted to buy loads of art, but I also was like in a like, um, in a very conservative mindset because I just I didn't have I don't know I don't know frames and I don't have you know a lot of method to like keep stuff good, especially for fair, shipping home. Fair, fair, fair. Um, but I was really happy with the art that I bought, and I have it hung on the wall. I showed beautiful. you it earlier. Um, it looks beautiful, and um, I took a couple of names, so I'll buy more stuff when awesome. I come back. And um, there's a guy called uh, Jeff Carlyle, How are who you, Jeff? is a concept artist and illustrator, and he had a lovely uh, uh, Sean Connery as Remius from the Hunt for Red October thing that I might try and buy off him through, Sean through his Connery website or something. Remius, the captain in the Hunt for Red and October. And his name in Highlander is Ramirez. Um, oh, isn't it? Well. I don't know if they're. I don't know if the Russian versus the Spanish are close. It sounds similar. I know it's Riminus or Rimin, hmm. Riminez. Uh, it is Ramirez, Ramirez. Yeah. I think it's Ramirez in Highlander. Remus. I think it's like the wolf, the wolf. like Romulus oh, and Remus. Yes. Romulus and Remus. I think it's close to that, but I could be wrong. Um, so the, he uh, he did this image right after um, Connery passed. Okay. I didn't realize he had died. Oh, I had forgotten. Um, you'd forgotten. Yeah, it happened 
Happened just before my dad died, actually. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. It's in the summer there, I think. Um, and then I went to see, and then I went to see that Bond movie that year as well, where Bond died, and then my dad died, and it was like his two favorite things. Wait, well, two of his Bond favorite died. Things. Connery and Bond. Oh, spoilers for No Time to Die. Does he, he really dies. die? Yeah, they they just blew him so, up. So, so Bond, James Bond, is dead. Daniel Craig's James Bond movies are a four-film arc that ends okay. with his death. So the question is. It's still up in the air as to how they're proceeding with more Bond. Is it going to be... like Because they never really address what happens in 20 films worth of James Bond. Are these reboots? Are these yeah. the same character? How does one thing connect from the other? But at least Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Spectre... Skyfall. No Time to Die, Skyfall. Oh, it's five of them. Um, those five films... There's an arc. Okay. And it all sort of ties to Ava Green as well. Like his relationship with her. You don't see her in much things anymore, really. Andy, 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 Andy has a kid. Oh, geez. What, like, kind of... You gave me one spoiler. Fucking too late, buddy. That movie's not long out. It really that wasn't, though. out long enough, yeah. It really wasn't. out long enough. He could have watched yeah. it. Especially that he managed to shield himself from so much of it this far. Um, to, to be honest the internet has never spoiled anything on me it's only ever been people and mostly this podcast mostly yeah, Aiden mostly Aiden but yeah. as as Brian will forever say you know spoilers don't ruin anything it depends on your uh, mental configuration yeah that's true because I'll Kevin's mentally yeah, configured differently to where now that I know Bond will die I would never possibly enjoy the movie yeah, well, I love Sky. You Fall. should. It's very good. It's a very good film. But not anymore, is it? If the sky no, gonna watch it, but no, he's not gonna. I can't remember. Are we getting a Anna de Armas Bond spinoff and a John Wick spinoff, or just the? John oh, Wick? I want the. I'd, I'd want the Bond. No, I wouldn't. Let me. Let me rephrase. Let me. Let me walk that back. That character was so much fun. I want that Bond spinoff. Giving that character any more backstory will just be crap. And misogynistic, but okay. Who's, who's no, it, it's it's not misogynistic. It's you got to watch the oh, film. Fuck Kevin. you. Um, you got to watch the <laughs> film. Like you don't want you don't want spoilers. Okay, well I've given you two. Do you want a third where I tell you about possibly the most fun thing in the movie? You don't have to spoiler. You can just give him some context. It's one of the most fun things in the movie, and it features Anna de Armas, and you only see her for a few minutes. And she should get her own spin-off. Except I just think I I'm I think the more we learn about characters, the less interesting they are. So it's better sometimes to just have this <laughs> magical moment. This is my approach to relationships as well. This is this is writing relationships. <laughs> the more I learn not, about let's you, not have the less interesting out three dimensional people. I'm not interested. Um so how did we end? Um uh, Bond dies verbal as Kaiser so say uh, Rosebud is a sled um, some of those spoilers I didn't understand I, I've seen Usual Suspects that's fine uh, I'm going to ignore the rest the only other one is Rosebud is a sled do you no. not get that one? oh alright 
on a side note, watch Citizen Kane. Oh, no. God. Ugh. That was maybe four hours alive. <laughs> what a dickhead. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, hold on. The, the, the fucking statute of limitations on Citizen Kane has to be up. Doesn't matter. He didn't know. The, 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 the statute of limitations is that if you say something unknowing, then you're safe. But if somebody tells you, oh, I haven't seen that, that's not an invitation to spoil it just because enough time has passed. Yeah. I could spoil everything that happens in Barry up until this point to give you a clarification of where the season is at. But what, what, what would that do? I'm going to go see Guardians before you just so I can spoil it. I had no intention of seeing it. And now I'm going to go see it just so I can Brian, spoil it. Brian, I appreciate you exacting revenge for me because that's why, that's why I know you I don't even know me. what a it's spoiler only for is Guardians would be. It's crazy. Did anyone go see Mario? Drax dies. I do love him. And it's reciprocated. And to me, that's important. Does Drax die? Drax dies. They all die. <laughs> yeah. We know that because of what Batista said. <laughs> but, you know. He's not doing it anymore. Not wanting to, to do it anymore. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, but we'll all see. Right. We'll see. He might not die. He could retire. Who knows? He could be retiring with his with a, a new wife and kid. I think... I think Drax and Star Lord might be. Oh, you, know, you speculate because you look at fucking Reddit boards. So get out of it. No, 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 no. I, I, I wouldn't say it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it if it was based on information that I've gathered. This is just me purely, just, just the kind of vibe I'm getting from Guessing. the direction of what Marvel's yeah. doing and where it's going. I get the impression Pratt is out. He's probably, it's at the point now with Pratt where even though he's not very popular, his films are making a ton of money. And I is don't think Is he not very the, popular or is he like, is it not very popular? He's not. Like, he, like, he's just been, a, he's not. He's really Well, not. he's popular in America, surely. He's not popular. Yeah, I think he, Mario's I, killing I, it. I think there's film nerds that talk about the stuff that don't like, but there's I, like I, the I, general pop, I think, population that don't give a shit. They're not here. Pop, but what, I, what I'm saying though is what he's making is making money but he himself is not enough of a draw and yet at the same time they'd have to pay him a lot of money going forward and i don't think on a balance sheet he's worth it hmm. particularly for like guardians or mario will probably make more money than the next guardians possibly simply because it's the third movie and marvel's on a bit of a, a down streak so I heard someone suggest. Actually, I didn't. Um, Chris was saying to me that he hey, read somewhere that Feige suggested that they are going to be approaching more uh, established directors going forward, less up and coming directors, more established. Was that pop up on your radar at all, Brian? No. All I heard is that they're going to slow down the amount mm. of stuff they're making and try focus more on. Quality over quantity. I so I, I hope so because the they've they've said that yeah I've read that that, that, well. that wasn't that's yeah that that's a quote from him that they feel that they've made Bit maybe a lot more. in a short space of time and they they want to produce less and focus more on the the content of it. Maybe now people have kind of taken that to mean that they're going to go with. But I don't yeah. think so because like who's because coming when up you in about... Blade and stuff like that. You know? Well, when you when you think about like that first generation of Marvel films, when it's like Favreau was 
you know, he might have not might not have been like crazy A list, but like the stuff he made was really solid. He knew what he was doing. You know, he's an established guy. Yeah. He wasn't necessarily making like triple. He, he had a good movies. reputation for practical effects. Yeah, because he did was it Zathura? He, he had a kind of uh, Zathura, um, like I think swingers, an elf. You know, like yeah, an elf. He yeah. he had this like um, Ron. So he's good with character, good with comedy, like, good with practical filmmaker. effects. Yeah, and then you've got um, Kenneth Branagh. If you're trying to make a Shakespearean thing, like that guy's got history, he's got pedigree, he knows what he's making. Yeah. That's great for Thor. You got Joe Johnson for Captain America. Special that guy's been around forever. VFX yeah. superheroes, and uh, you get to Whedon working with team uh, dynamic characters or pieces like this, rather than like, oh, this person's done a couple of good episodes of TV. Let's bump them up, you know, which is what we got with Thor: The Dark World. Um, and we and and, a and few even other that instances. that did, did that originally have Patty Jenkins? It did, didn't it? I'm not sure about that, but. Like, I think it for a I short th- period I had Patty. I think it did. Okay. Maybe okay. That, I think it did. Yeah. Well, I think part of what. But anyway, I think part of what set them that. up was uh, like investing in high quality talent, not necessarily names specifically, but people that are good craftsmen and established, as opposed to like, hey, let's give people a shot, which leads to sort of ropier. Oh, it was a nice first attempt. I don't think that's been the problem, though, because everybody that they've given a shot has had a level of, like, there's the kind of public hype that we hear about, that we see and read. But then there's just, you know, within the industry itself, people know this guy's great. You know, this person's great. I worked with them on such a thing. Was it Brie Larson had worked with Cretton on something, possibly? Like, even though, like, to us, they might be taking a chance, but I think from their background they know that they're quite capable but like i'm trying to i don't think, I think, now, I don't think who it's directed risky. let's see the spider-man movies are all directed by the same guy right mark yeah. webb no not mark webb mark webb john watts john watts sorry mark webb was doing the amazing spider-man ones or sony that time john watts so he's just done a solid job straight through um dr strange was Sam Raimi, oof, that's actually not a great. No, before Sam, he had done, I'm blanking on his name at the moment, but he did the Ethan Hawke. Derek. Horror film. Was it Insidious or Sinister? Or they all have very similar names. Yeah. Derrickson? Someone with Ethan Hawke. Scott Derrickson. Derrickson. A vicious But I think, I think uh, the MCU, I think that's probably one of their only moves they have left in order to kind of, like, kind of pick things up and save themselves is by giving more established directors and people a shot. Uh, I have seen the back. I think they just need to slow uh, yeah, down. Yeah, slow down for and sure. Focus on yeah, focus on quality over quantity. Yeah, or, or, uh, yeah. but uh, same, I was going to say, same yeah, with Marvel. MCU though, uh, or D, uh, or the, Mar- the, the Marvel's Star. trailer, like it, it didn't instill me with a bunch of confidence. I really like Brie Larson. I like uh, Rambo. Uh, what's her? What's her? Maria, Maria Rambo, isn't it? Mon- Mon- Monica, Monica Rambo. Sorry. Yeah. Um, like the characters but like like Kamala it doesn't Kamala. it doesn't like basically fill me with a load of confidence however i will go into it with the same open mind that i would any of the marvel movies you know like kind of ant-man didn't instill me with a bunch of confidence either the third one right but uh the stuff that's going online is fucking shit people are at this stage it's just it's blatantly nothing to do with comic books anymore it's nothing to do with marvel or films or anything it's just people it's just men insecure 
that for for a second there could be a girl you know enamored inspired or influenced by a strong female superhero role model there's it's like it makes them so bloody insecure it's mental that's where it stems from. that's what it is it's just ugh, it's gross yeah, gross gross man. i'm so fed up of it you know I'm going to go to the Marvel Marvels. Yeah. I'm going to love every fucking sack of it just to spite these fuckers. <laughs> you know, it's good. that's my favorite Marvel movie before I've seen it. It's just shit. I, I, I spotted the um, I spotted the sequence you were talking about, Brian, in the trailer. Um, I'm trying to be vague. I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast. Did we talk about that on the podcast? Uh, I think we did. Does it kind of a spoiler if I say it? No, I don't think so. Not I'm major. Trying not, no. I'm trying not to... I'm trying to be better. <laughs> Do you want to say it? Do you want to uh, describe well, it? Spoiler like warning. It. The musical number. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a bit in the trailer where, like, once you said it to me, it's like, oh, right, that's a dance okay, number. Okay, fair, fair, fair. That's all you got to yeah. say. That's fine. I'm okay with that. that. That's a big musical sequence. We're going to do Rogers the musical anyways. Um, that's, yeah, that's actually happening in Disneyland. Yeah. I'm kind of like, do I? Do I, I, I man, I'd love to go. Something like that would go crack. I like a good musical. Yeah, I'm I'm curious, like, I know that it's, well, actually, see, that's the thing. It works in Disneyland as an attraction because it's maybe seven minutes. Yes, yeah, fair. So do they just, do they just loop it every 20 minutes? Yeah, they're doing, I think they're going to be doing, like, new yeah, audience in, do the things, trip them out, move them in. Um, it'd be, it'd weird. be weird. Very weird. weird. All right. Um, I'm going to go play the Street Fighter 6 cool, demo Brian. Brian and I will report Aiden. back next week and we can we yeah can it's, it there. it's great to be back it's great know. to be back I'm happy to be back Brian you've been great and you've talked about your mum too much and I've had a good time <laughs> <laughs> Aiden uh, it's early over there what's your plan for the rest of the, the afternoon evening uh, so there's a open mic I could go to, or there's a show someone invited me to. I'm going to play a Street Fighter demo. Kev's going to walk dog. Aiden has two plans. And then I'm going to give Marla some chimkin and maybe a walk. She's getting kind of antsy too. Tune in next week to see what Kev thinks of Florida man. It was Earth all along. (laughs) 